Welcome to Social Distance Warriors. My name is Tom, and I am not an expert in the coronavirus and related topics, which is what this podcast is about. And the date is May 17th, uh, 2022. And those are the things that we say in the order that we always say them. Yes, and it is 7.17 p.m. I'm Rat. I'm also not an expert on the COVID pandemic. How's it going? Had a had a not so great day, but I'm doing all right. I am here now and looking forward to our call. Mm. Yeah, another one of my sisters has gotten the coronavirus. Uh, <laughs> one of my many sisters. Yeah, that's not. I mean, even one sister would be, I think, too many. But multiple of your sisters and siblings having had COVID, I think, is too many. What's the count? Yeah, I have three sisters, and they have all had it now. Oh, well. (laughs) I'm the only member of my immediate family who has not had it. That's good. (laughs) It is. It does feel a little bit like, I don't know, like I'm playing some kind of game of tag or something. Like, it's it's a matter of time before I fall. Um, Are you familiar with the game that people play about the Super Bowl? Not the game that people play that is the Super Bowl, but the game that people play about the Super Bowl. Are you familiar with that? No, I don't think so. I I I thought you were going to go in a completely different uh, game direction. (laughs) I I was thinking Ghost in the Graveyard, but what's Super Bowl? Well, no, okay, so I think the game is called Last Man Standing, which is a unnecessarily gendered name for it, but that's what it's called. And the notion is that you're trying to hold Hold out as long as you can without learning what they call the information. And the information is who won the Super Bowl. I I think the game starts during the Super Bowl and your goal is to not know who won and to never find out or go as long as you can without finding out. So if you ever just randomly happen to see the front page of a newspaper and it says it, or you overhear some people on public transit and they're talking about it, then you instantly lose. And your goal is to be the titular last man standing, to (laughs) to not be infected with the information. Is this a game that one plays like with a group of people for like a fun afternoon? Or this is like whenever the Super Bowl happens, we're all unconsciously, knowingly or not knowingly playing it. And only uh, one of us will be the last man standing when we find out who won the Super Bowl. Yeah, it is more the latter. And I I think um, think organized efforts to play are generally like an online thing. And it's not like you play with your small group. It's like we're, we're all in the running. And we may never know who truly wins each year, but we can. you can know whether you're doing better than other people, whether you're doing better than your friends, if, you, if this is something you care about. But it's, it's a um, – and presumably there are, there are people in the world who never learn about the winner of the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, there, there are people who don't know what the Super Bowl is, I'm sure. And for those people, they're the true champions to whom we can only aspire, but – um, I'm, I'm not. I'm not an active participant in this game. Uh, I don't. I never make a concerted effort to avoid the information, but I've always been kind of fascinated by the idea, and that's how I feel now. Like, <laughs> like everyone around me has been infected with the virus, and it's a matter of. It's almost a matter of time, and I feel like I have finally, in the past couple of days, started to resign to the fact that yes, I am going to get this virus at some point. It has taken me a long time to like finally make my inner peace with that, and I've come to a sense of inner peace about it. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose it is. I am in a place of fear. Hmm. So. And you've already had it. And I've already had it. Yeah, I guess just um, hearing more about like the things we are still finding out about, like, does having had COVID give you any long-lasting immunity? Does it 
get worse for people more and more times they're reinfected with COVID? How often can you be reinfected? Anyway, I, I feel fear. Yeah, I um, I think so. So I am I'm taking a trip in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. I'm going to California, which is where my sister lives. I guess she'll she will no longer be contagious by the time I take the trip. Mm-hmm. Um, this is two or three weeks out. It's like two and a half weeks out. So I think I'm safe at that point. But my feeling is that as I take this trip, I am taking it knowing that I am probably going to. This is this is it. This is my big exposure. This is me stepping out into the great wide world. And seeing what the world has for me and what the world has for me is a is a global disease pandemic. Yeah, I guess that's yeah, that is what's on the menu for the coming future. That is yeah. the coming attraction. It's COVID and it's mm. been COVID for it's like a movie theater that's kind of like hasn't gotten updated new movies. It's it's still COVID. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> It's going to be COVID for a while. I um, yeah. I will be wearing like a mask on the plane and in airports and you know in in various different places. And I'm going to an event. I'm going to Max Funcon. Mm-hmm. Everyone, I believe, everyone who is attending has to have a negative test and a proof of vaccination. And I don't think people will be masking indoors at this event. I don't know. It's an event with about 200 people, 200 to 300 people. So, but yeah, I will. That is that is the reason I'm going to California and. I am looking forward to it. I guess if it helps, I mean, uh, the middle school I work at has 730 students plus staff. So I guess you will be exposed to many people on your travel, but Max Funcon itself, that's tiny. Yeah, but it also it's also very insular, which means that if anyone comes in and brings the virus, <laughs> it seems very likely to me that, that, that we'll all get it. Yeah. But, you know. I'm remembering like early pandemic um, when sports teams were doing very rigorous kind of like bubbles to isolate the sport teams and like rent out entire hotels and get COVID tests so that they could for a tournament of sports teams try and be covid free yeah it's a very different world (laughs) yeah (laughs) in terms of case numbers i mean things have been steadily creeping up like the case numbers have been steadily creeping up since they bottomed out back in like march Mm -hmm. but however anecdotally my experience has been that the number of just people around me who are saying oh i got covid my brother got covid my mom got covid this person in the in the next department over got covid to since we last recorded both of the two people who work for me in the office have had COVID, mm. one of which shortly after we last recorded or possibly – actually, this might have been before. I, we might have discussed this last time we recorded. I don't recall. But the other the other person um, just told me today that um, she got COVID at her wedding over the weekend. And yeah, so it, anecdotally, it seems to me like COVID is more rampant than ever. Mm-hmm. Do you have that experience too or is that just something I'm experiencing? Um, I think uh, I've kind of been – in a different kind of way of um, experiencing the pandemic on like that old way. Yes, I have been like with my family and friends and like acquaintances. Yes, there are more people who I know who are telling me they've recently got COVID. But the experience of being at a middle school with a wave of the pandemic, it's just Every single day for the past week, there are students and teachers who are testing positive for COVID, and there is no protocol for Mm. it that is good. That makes me kind of 
I, I, I don't know. It, it, it is just like waves of information that I don't know how to handle because it is worse <laughs> and I don't want to be there. Mm. But I'm yet I am there. <laughs> that is distressing. And it's just a different way of experiencing the pandemic than I had been. And very much it, it is something that I think takes has taken a toll on like everyone who is both uh, student attending schools right now and teachers who have been teaching through the pandemic. It's like bad. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah. I did. I did. In the time since we last recorded, I did think I had COVID for a while because I had. Yeah. I had a. I had a very terrible. What I guess was a cold. I had dinner with my parents and one of my sisters for uh, Mother's Day. And while I was driving back home to my apartment after that dinner, I immediately, like over the course of about half an hour, I suddenly had it like come on where I was just feeling absolutely miserable and from fine to miserable. And, but I never, I never tested positive and my, my symptoms included a lot of sneezing, which I gather is not one of the more common COVID symptoms. I know it can be a mm. symptom, but it's not a typical one. So I do not think that was COVID. And I, you know, I got a PCR that was negative and several rapid tests that were negative as well. So I'm calling that, I'm still calling it a win. I have not, I'm still in it for the last man standing competition. <laughs> All right. Yeah. It's kind of like, it feels wrong to be sick with something that's not COVID, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, it's like, what are, it's, you, what are you doing going and getting uh, sick with something that's not the virus of the day? Yeah. It's like, it's like when your well-meaning relative goes to at the bargain bin uh, DVD rack, sees transmorphers and they they think, oh, this is, this is what you wanted, right? That's, this is what you're into. It's the bargain bin DVD knockoff of COVID. Yes. In one sense, I feel like COVID itself is just the distraction from from global warming. <laughs> so <laughs> it's weird it, during a pandemic. It's weird to have something other than the pandemic, but also during a global warming crisis, it's weird to have a pandemic. So yeah, <laughs> but I <laughs> I'll, I'll say apart for for COVID. I, I think it's worth sort of uh, feeling about how you've been affected by it. I, I think it's worth sort of spending sure. some energy on. Oh yeah, I, I'm yes. <laughs> I'll say apart for COVID. Yeah, I think I think COVID is truly a, uh, a significant story of our time. Yeah. Yeah. What else is new? Um, I've gotten into Kingdom Hearts since we <gasps> last recorded. That's uh, right. That so I, I've seen. I've, yeah, I've seen you posting about this. Yeah. And I recall in a very early episode of this of this podcast um, when we were talking about our hand washing songs. And I said, my hand-washing song was simple and clean, and I said it was from Kingdom Hearts. I said, do you know what that is? And you, you, you seem not even to know what it is, right? So you, you're like a complete noob coming into this, am I right? Pretty much. Uh, I'm very excited. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, that's, wow, the journey of this podcast and the journey of me finding new media to cope with vicariously through. Because that is I, what I will say is my experience so far with Kingdom Hearts is if I had experienced this as a child, I don't know what I would feel about it, but I am sort of experiencing it now as an adult, kind of like, I guess, with my inner child and having a lot of emotions about it that may, many of them be due to the game experience and story uh, and may also, many of them be uh, due to a lot of projection mm. <laughs> that I am doing for fun because it's fun to feel a lot about characters. 
Oh, and there's a lot. There's a lot to dig into in Kingdom Hearts, yes. and if you if you want to yes. have feelings about a character, yes, <laughs> like take your pick. Some <laughs> of those some characters. of those characters might even be Disney characters, but mostly it's just uh, you know JRPG spiky hair, yeah. boys and girls. I I am uh, not. I have well, that's a lie. I have touched the game control. My friend and housemate is playing the Kingdom Hearts games and I am watching that is how I am experiencing mm. the series uh we've played through Kingdom Hearts 1 Train of Memories and we're in the process of starting Kingdom Hearts 2 I have uh flown the gummy ship <laughs> because my friend doesn't enjoy those and I really enjoy the gummy ship missions but otherwise I I am uh not participating hands-on in the game yes so I'm, I'm assuming you're you're playing like the modern console versions right yes um but not only those um one thing i find just interesting about kingdom hearts as a video game and as with adaptations is how some of the games were in their time very suited to a particular device so like when we played chain of memories that was a game that i understand was specifically first made for the Game Boy Advance. Yeah. And I have not played it on the Game Boy Advance, but my other housemate, Madison, who has been on this podcast, she was playing the Game Boy Advance version on an emulator on her phone that I got to see part of. And all the rest of the games have been the relatively new like PC package version that I understand is like PlayStation versions that are now ported to the PC. And some of like some of the games that like were from the DS made specifically for the DS are now kind of like not games so much as like movies you can watch that are included in the package. So probably the next thing you're going to do after Kingdom Hearts 2 is 358 over two days. Yes. Which is entirely, you know, just watching some cutscenes. Um, mm-hmm. There's no gameplay. And just know what I know of you, I have a feeling 358 over two days is going to be a favorite of yours. That is that is my prediction. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a favorite of mine. <laughs> yeah. I, I was surprised to learn that the Greater Kingdom Hearts fandom uh, didn't really like Chain of Memories. <laughs> um, I love it. I very much enjoyed it. Um but I'm I'm excited to go deeper. It's such a series. I mean, like Homestuck is the other kind of comparison media for me, where it's like for so long, Kingdom Hearts had no effect on me. It just like slid right over me. I could hear things about it. And because of how connected it is to like Disney and because of how like silly it is in parts, mm. there's like, a way if you don't have the context you can be told events you can see scenes from the video game and it will mean nothing to you but now i am in too deep and <laughs> yeah find find meaning in many many of those things i also came to kingdom hearts during adulthood and actually um only really started playing the games properly during the pandemic as well. Mm. Early in the pandemic, obviously, I knew it well enough to know, you know, Simply and Clean, to include that as my head-watching <laughs> song. But um, I, I I mostly was familiar with it from, like, a, as a teenager, some of my friends were really into it, into Kingdom Hearts 2 when it came out. So that was, that was like, my primary exposure to it. And I, I bought, like, I was at Best Buy at one point, and I saw 
what they call the all-in-one package, which is a PlayStation 4 release that includes all like Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 and 3 and all of the ancillary games between them. Mm-hmm. And so I have been gradually making my way through that. And I, I finished um I, I haven't I haven't yet I finished up through um three fifty eight over two days and I have not yet played Birth by Sleep, which is the thing that comes after that. So I imagine that you and your housemates are going to be uh, moving on to that at some point, and perhaps I should I should try to keep pace with you. <laughs> but I am <laughs> I am currently in the middle of a um of a very intense replay of one of my favorite ridiculous Japanese role playing games with big feelings and and silly characters and things like that, which is Xenoblade Chronicles Two. So I am that that's that's where my loyalties lie. There is some there is some staff overlap between the two oh, franchises. Tetsuya Nomura, who um, is the creative main creative force and character designer in Kingdom Hearts, designed some of the characters in Xenoblade Two, and some of them just straight up look like Kingdom Hearts characters. I'll show you, I'll show you like a picture of Jin and you'll be like, yeah, this guy just looks like Marluxia. It's just another Marluxia. Yeah. Another uh, overlap in Homestuck and Kingdom Hearts experience is that like, I, I am resisting, but feel I need to soon break out like a notebook for the organization 13 characters mm. and character traits the same way I broke down and started taking notes on when the Homestuck trolls were introduced <laughs> to try and keep them apart. Wow. I do have, um, I, this is from a game I haven't even played yet, but I feel like it encapsulates a lot about um, my Kingdom Hearts experience. I, I don't know actually know where this falls in the order, but there is Kingdom Hearts Recoded mm-hmm. that is also a game, and on Tumblr, my housemate has reblogged a voice line from that game that I, I like I can't do it justice but it's very good there are many elements to it there's like a piano emotional piano music that's playing uh it is Sora speaking and he says Mickey it's Riku they put bugs in him and then you hear the voice of Mickey Mouse uh high pitch saying what and it's very good and it <laughs> is very much like the Kingdom Hearts experience of, like, that is a hilarious line. Everything about it is very funny. But once you get in the story and get a little bit invested, uh, then it also becomes, like, a devastating line, <laughs> I feel. Well, I, um, I'm looking forward to that. I haven't recoded as another one I haven't played. Yeah. Well, watch out because they put bugs in Riku. Spoilers. Oh, boy. <laughs> Can't wait for that. Other than that, how's it going? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I think I feel ready to, because we had three action items. We did, yes. For last time. I think I'm I'm at a place where I feel I can go to the action items part of our conversation. Yeah, that sounds good. Let's do it. We can do it. Let's do it the way we always do with no transition. (laughs) Absolutely. Yes. Um, okay, do you, do you have our action items written down? The first action item I have is reach out to someone that you haven't spoken to in a while with no expectation of reconnecting in a relationship. Did you do that? No, I didn't do that, but it happened to me. Oh. some Somebody reached out to me. Whoa. So, no, I didn't do it, but it worked out. <laughs> Spooky. I did not I did not do it. I uh, chickened out. <laughs> I felt like I, did, I just didn't feel forward enough to do it yeah so i thought about it but i didn't do it well do you maybe keep waiting <laughs> that's the lesson do you feel that this was a fruitful reconnection or 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 not um yeah 
Yeah, um, this was from a co-worker. I wasn't even uh, a former co-worker. I wasn't even sort of like on, on my list of like, okay, these are the top five people I should really reach out to. This wasn't even someone who I was like, oh, I, I don't think she liked me all that much. But <laughs> yeah, I think it was nice uh, sort of just uh, catching up a little bit and uh, possibly going out for drinks later this month. So if anything comes from that, I will I will follow up. That is cool. All right. Second action item I had was to listen to an album by the band They Might Be Giants. Uh, I put down two albums as suggested albums, which were Flood and Raises New and Troubling Questions. Oh, the, the title of that is Album Raises New and Tro- Troubling Questions. Oh, yes. okay. Okay. My issue here is I misspelled album album in my action item i spelled it album (laughs) and i just figured let me just skip that word entirely album raises new and troubling questions i did not listen to anything by the mountain nope anything by the they might be giants the mountain goats (laughs) yeah the mountain goats is a different thing they have some of the same initials tmg versus tmbg yes yeah, I did, but that's <laughs> relatively normal for me. I've been on more of a uh, the Giants kick than usual, though, so I've been yeah. re-listening more than before. Uh, third action item was to visit a place you've never been before. Did you do that? I did that, and I proposed that as a, a way to get myself to <laughs> remember to talk about a thing I had wanted to do, um, and now, as time had passed, uh, did not work out. So I did visit a new place. I visited Baltimore, Maryland, uh, because I was intending to enroll in a a clinical research study that I was very excited about. But unfortunately, I did not pass their health screening. uh, And I learned that today. uh, And that is one of the things I am uh, a little disappointed about. But yeah, there was a kind of, I guess, viral is fun because it's about diseases. There was viral Twitter thread a little while ago about someone who was participating in this clinical research trial, which is um, to do with the Shigella virus, or God, it's not a virus, Shigella bacteria that eventually um, like would be the cause of dysentery. There is a group trying to find a effective vaccine to prevent it. And so someone was kind of like live tweeting their experience of having been given the vaccine. And then there's like a challenge portion of the study where they like directly give you the Shigella bacteria (laughs) to see if the vaccine worked. And I was very interested in uh, doing something like that. So I went to Baltimore to see if I could do it. Um, And it's kind of a thing where for me, it is like... A thing I had wanted to do and sort of imagined a potential future for, and now I don't have that, but is kind of born out of the desire that I continue to have of, like, I like to do things that I think will help society. Mm. <laughs> so that's that's not a thing that uh, will stop, but this particular kind of uh, way of manifesting it is, is no longer. So it hasn't... Uh, sort of an end <laughs> this action item but that that is the place i visited 
Did you visit a new place or a place you had never been before? Yeah, I um I went to a restaurant I had never gone before with my uh, with my mother for Mother's Day. <laughs> Um, but that's the only new place. I did not go to a different city or anything. At least I don't think I did. Um, and it was pretty good, but I got sick. <laughs> so I don't think it was from I don't think it was from the food or anything. But I, um, I, I enjoyed my time at the restaurant. That's my review of the restaurant. Uh, if I can say what what it's called, let me see. Um, this is like a, a mixed review of the restaurant. I feel. Yeah, go to this restaurant. You will get a cold. <laughs> Very good. You will get sick. But very good. Recommend it. Yes, it is in Providence, Rhode Island. Okay. And it's called uh, Barnaby's Public House. Barnaby's Public House. That's yeah. a good name. Yeah, Public House. Public House meaning like pub. But yeah. uh, Barney, Barnaby's. Uh, yeah, it's a good name. Good name, good food. Make You will get sick. <laughs> you but will get <laughs> sick. You will. But it's not Barnaby's fault. Probably not Barnaby, no. I had a falafel burger, which I... Recommend. Nice. That is not the form um, I am most familiar with falafel. Nor I. (laughs) Yeah. I'm more familiar with it uh, as a like Middle Eastern Israeli dish, uh, the little fried um, balls and pita. But you can make a burger out of that really easily. Yeah, that is that is how I have usually had it as well. But yeah. Do you have any ideas for action items for the coming time (laughs) period? I don't know if this has been an action item before, but I think I need it to be. And that is to find yourself a treat. Find a treat. Find yourself find a, a treat. treat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That sounds, that sounds good. I think, I think we deserve it. I think, I think, yes, <laughs> I think it is needed. Yeah. I have an action item as well. And that okay. action item is download some new apps. The old apps that you're using, not good enough anymore. Those dusty, crusty old apps. Find out what the hot new apps are and download them. Download some new apps. I don't need, I don't know if I need more new apps, but <laughs> I'll do it. I'm, I'm well, always downloading uh, some new apps, but not because I want to, because it's like necessary for a doctor's appointment or something mm-hmm. to like download this other video software conferencing app. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't have to be a, a new app. Like a, it does it could be a new to you app. It doesn't have okay. to be an app released okay. this week or anything like that. But yeah, those, those are, those, those are, I think those are two good action items. Okay. Shall we, uh, shall we wrap up then? Yes. We will end this episode the way we end every episode. By saying our Twitter, which by is. <laughs> Uh, which I will certainly remember is SDW underscore pod. I don't know why I chanted that along with you, but I also <laughs> wanted to prove to myself I could remember our Twitter. It, all, it has that underscore. Yep. Um, and then, then after we say the Twitter, we also um, stay distant. But also we go the distance.